Welcome to another episode of the Huge Podcast. <laughs> the Huge Podcast. I, I told you I was off. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Hello. How is everybody doing? How is the weekend? It's Saturday, wherever you are in the world. Maybe not in the West, where it's the American side. But I know it's Saturday in Asia, um, in Australia. Uh, how's your weekend, everyone? Um, my weekend started out like this. I get to do this. This is fun. Um, before we do get uh, to start our conversation with a very special guest today, I'd just like to uh, point out, like, I did my workout yesterday. I wasn't really feeling it because I've been on a calorie deficit, so, but still able to finish out my workout. It was cool, but I kind of wanted to do that workout with the R-Sub bars of Cagayandero City. They're sporting this real cool, like, um, pull-up bars they, I heard they're really good and I've heard also I'm, I'm craving for those pizzas in um, in them good pizzas at Demetrio's I, I heard it's really good I'm dying to get one uh, to get my to get my hands on those like I want to taste it I want to feel what it's like and I'm pretty sure if I do like I know this pretty good um nutrition coach AA Fitness shout out Anna coach Anna Arkiza I'm pretty sure she wouldn't mind me having pizza on my cheat day and on the side like uh, maybe a cone one cone of Nenecitas Cerbedes Filipino ice cream they're pretty pretty good it's coconut based it's healthy I think it's good for my diet um, um, other than that also in probably enjoy some music some good music some tunes with those guys up in Comunidad Sacanto, they make good music. And today, probably we'll have a good time as well because we have a guest, uh, somebody I knew before. Probably I could coin my sensei in most parts. Like uh, I've had the luxury to be, to be under her tutelage uh, in high school and even in college what a joy to have her around as a teacher and without further ado i want to introduce to you everybody the one the only dr amphi how are you doing hi hello my good evening from the philippines specifically from kagayan de oro oh actually, hello there <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have a time difference by the way uh-huh what was actually, uh, your time again there? You said it's... Uh, it's actually in the UAE, it's around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah. So we're, we're kind of behind. Four hours. Wow. Hey, uh, I just want to say, I just want to extend my thanks. Um, how do you call yourself now? You're, are you comfortable being addressed as a doctor, ma'am Amphi, or miss Amphi? I'm a former student. How should I call you now? Still miss. I'm, I'm miss. really... Still called Miss 
Amfi. But of course, uh, some would really be comfortable calling me, you know, like formal doctor, the next and like that. But when I introduce myself, I always say, I'm Miss Amfi, Miss A, remember? Yeah. You guys call me Miss A. I never called you Miss A. Probably in the <laughs> lower batches, but I always uh -huh. remember you as Miss Amphi because again yeah. I want to extend my thanks. I truly believe that you have as a teacher, there are levels to this. And I don't want to put the other teachers under the bus. They're really good, but I just want to be biased because you're here. And <laughs> yeah, well, on top of that, I really learned my ace my algebra because of the way you taught me and even when i was in college i knew that your the subjects you were handling were very intimidating educ 21 i can't remember them all but <laughs> it was a, more on assessment right and everybody yes, was you remember i remember everything that's why what I, was that what was that decade a decade ago right um, don't remind me. I, I look <laughs> older than you. Look, see. So, <laughs> oh, um, probably not. around 20, 2007, something like that. Uh, uh. Oh. Ring the bell? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, um, I was under your class and everybody was dreading you. But knowing that you were my teacher in math, in high, back uh -huh. in high school, like I had an idea coming in. I, I, I'm pretty confident. Everybody's scared of me, but I'm confident going into your class. I'm gonna do good and i did and yeah. i loved it it was about statistics and all that but we don't want to get too <laughs> geeky and technical about education because i just want to connect with you as the person mm -hmm. you are you know like i want to thank you for being that teacher you know that inspired me to be a teacher thank you thank You're you welcome. um you know sometimes sometimes in the philippines of course you know that um if you want to really have a career that brings a lot in your bank account i think teaching is not one of those but you know at the end of the day if we hear this from a student that you know we are remembered we had an impact they learned a lot yeah. and <laughs> i get i get those um, um private messages um at some point you know and then i also randomly at at uh any day, um, some maybe your classmates before would, would really tell me, uh, just like you, they dread entering my class. They're intimidated. <laughs> they knew. Um, I, well, I, I think um, they they use kinder words, but maybe when they were in college, they hated me because oh, I of like course, that. I like I like that you're being blunt about that. Yes, um, they wish I was absent, but of course, <laughs> um, I never was absent, right? Yeah. Uh, work so ethic. maybe because I know what I I demand, I know the skill that I require from my students, and um, they can. But they they also know that I don't shortchange them in my class. I prepare for my class. I come. I know what I what I, I know my craft. And parang, parang I also expect from my students um, that you really show me that you can demonstrate the skill, that you can apply what I expect you to demonstrate to me, right? Something like that. But it, it's, it's very reassuring when you 
read messages, you know, like, of course, when they are not anymore your students, it's be it becomes very authentic and sincere. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, it's and, this all this, like, vested interest, like, teacher, you're the best. Like, everybody wants to yeah. be the teacher's because they want to get Correct. this. Correct. So, but when they already have graduated and, they you know, you. They, they remember, like, for example, um, when they took the board exam. Did you take your board exam? Of course. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. did? Oh. Yeah. So usually when they take the board exam and after they took the board exam, you know, well, they would share to me while they were taking the test. They'd remember you. This is exactly what you said. This is exactly what I what you've learned. This is exactly the yeah. the technique that was shared. <laughs> Something like that. So it's 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 it 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 some you know at the end of the day it's really not the money. It's 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 the passion. It's the you know teaching is more of a of a, of a vocation it's 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 not just a job it's a career it's a vocation it's even a ministry at some point yeah because if it was for the money then probably you there'd be a lot of people on the hype train already like yeah. wanted to become a teacher I, you know i have i'm guilty of that the reason why i i took a uh, special ed because i knew it was paying good abroad uh-huh and all this time, I I took four years of that, knowing that I'm gonna go abroad anyway. Mm -hmm. So you know that was the initial motivation. Yes, it's all about like really money at the beginning, but the at the end, like if you, if this is not for you, you're not gonna last in this industry. Like you True. gotta have the heart, you gotta love the kids. Yeah, I mean, even just the fact of, like being around kids. Like I admit, growing up, I. I can't take, I mean, I, I'm, I'm this old. I can't take the energy of the high schoolers. It's just different. But I can take in, like, the elementary kids. Like, I love them to death. Like, they're, they're, it's, they're so innocent. Like, everything you teach them is very valuable, and they will carry that on for the rest of their lives. But mm -hmm. teaching high school is different. And, and I remember you did teach us back in high school, and... Uh, you got I was it. your math teacher, right? Yes, I learned so much. And this and this guy's math teacher too, uh Koi Sermento, he's he's in the show. <gasps> oh uh, I'm um <laughs> um sorry for being late. Um I was listening to your uh to your talk a while ago. Uh, it's good seeing you, ma'am. Like uh Hello. It's, it's like uh the last memory I remember is algebra. That's all I remember. Yeah, it's algebra. <laughs> Algebra. Yeah. In the semi honors. Was I strict? Was I strict? Because I, I was, think that was what what year was that? It was um two thousand five. Two thousand four, two thousand five. I think uh -huh. that, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I know. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. No, dude. It was first year. It was first year. Oh, you had her in first year. Oh, okay. Yeah, first year. Because Racha, I had you in fourth year, right? No, it was third year. And I, I think it was like very ideal too that I had you that time because that was the time where chemistry came in. I needed that boost of confidence, you know, because like, I, I wasn't really having it with geometry. Was, I can't, I can't think in shapes and angles, you know. But when when uh, algebra came around, it was hard. But you know the way you the way you carried yourself and the way you were. I don't know if you were really that 
empathetic to our situation because at the same time you were really really we were strict but you gave like you rewarded people who who worked at it and so I, you received the privilege cards can't remember but <laughs> i do remember that i was i was getting good grades from you and you know uh -huh. that kind of gave a boost of confidence you know like you know mm -hmm. our generation like we like being rewarded you know like <laughs> failure so there's is not a an option. certain balance between strict but we're also recognizing efforts and yes. excellent um outputs Kayo. i i i miss teaching high school i really, really? do really What's yeah but, but of course come it comes with you know the the hormones they're rowdy they're loud uh, so we need a lot of strategy how do i get their attention and so all those but it was part of it was part of something i miss in high school really and it, it's this like you get do you get a sense of it like you know do you get reinforced when you're when you are able to command a rowdy bunch of of, of boys and girls like like i'm happy so when you guys graduate i i'm happy oh when yeah, you're happy to see us go. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it, it gives us a sense of accomplishment that our students um uh graduate did not did not get a failing grade you know because of course you know the school i don't know if, if it's okay to mention we are very very strict we we we, we really um we in, in in terms of rigor of of teaching we are kind we try to to be alam what do we call the the term um, personal care, cora personalis. We oh, also try to animate that. You remember those terms, magis, cora personalis. Of course, we have to ensure that we we're not just teaching the content. We're teaching people. We're teaching human beings. So that was inculcated in our in the way we do things in, in while teaching in in a high school math, right? But but of course, even if we we do care, we really fail them if they don't deserve the grade. You you get that yeah that impression, right? So we're me personally, I compute the grades as is. I don't I don't jack up whatever. So so when 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 everyone gets a a, a passing grade, oh my God, it was really an accomplishment. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> That's all you needed, huh? teaching high school, I become very emotional every time I, I check papers. Yeah, you know, I, I, I call it an emotional activity yeah. for me. And that's the reason why I hate check, checking papers, that part of teaching. Um, because every time I check, I'd say, you know what? I tried my best. How come these students do not get it? So those are that 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 those are things that coming to my mind whenever I check papers. So parang <gasps> so ito yung mga activity na nangyayari when I check papers. <gasps> yeah. So you know those are the behind the scene when I check your papers, guys. You did mention there like also making people feel okay to fail. So I like that. I like I really love that because like. 
failure back then was really like demonized you know yes failure is not an option mm-hmm. yeah but, like but now with this approach that you have in i'm gonna i'm just going to uh drop uh, see uh you're you're now a direct the director of uh citl right mm-hmm, uh, of mm-hmm. usdp and you guys are spearheading this um CDIO was that? CDIO. It's 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 a it's an innovative framework, innovation framework. Innovation framework. And uh-huh. Innovate, nice. including that. Do you include failure in that innovation as well? Um, yes, of course, because the students are trained. Because it, it, when you when you give them when you train for that innovation mindset. Okay, that's part of the training for our students. You don't usually get the approval. I mean, you have to train the students what is in the real world. So basically, these are um, I, I in in the team. I have I have colleagues who are uh, considered master trainers. They they are certified by CDIO and they were trained a lot of times in Singapore. Um, so, so basically, this CDIO is conceive, design, innovate, uh, conceive, design, implement, operate. This is basically for the engineering. Um, so, so for for the engineering, the framework that you use is uh, they conceive, they design, and they implement, and then they operate. So, we're now trying to shift um, from the traditional teaching in the engineering because when you talk to the industries. You'd really, you'd really get um, inputs like the the graduates are not ready for the for the industry. So there there's a gap. What you're teaching in the university and what is expected in the as real world. workforce in the yeah. there's a skill mismatch. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, I like That's that. That's true. When I came so, across this word skill mismatch, like yes. wow. Yeah, and that's 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 the gap, right? So that's what we are looking at right, right now. Um, so let's uh, reconsider how we are training our students and how we are teaching. And so, are we still lecturing in the class? I'm guilty on that. When I, <laughs> when, I when I used when I used to teach, like I just so heavily relied on kids having journals and having them like like do your homework and then then the end it's not them doing the homework it's part parents and part them and like a lot of like discussions back and forth but not a lot of this cdio like it's really caught my attention like i'm not trying to promote this kind of movement but it really caught my attention because more on practical applications i learn by doing like i admit i am not an intellectual i can't comprehend heavy text and books. I rely so much on experience. A lot of people That's actually think millennials. I freaking fail. A lot of people think I fail, I fail, I fail. But I actually learned a lot from those. They like, I'm here now. Like I think I'm here now because because of the learnings I got from those failures. But that that that's true. Um when when students fail, is it really because they don't know? Is it really because they can't apply? Or is it really that um, there's a need to redesign how we design our instruction? 
I think there's um redesign because like um I don't think the old modules already works Correct. like for, for now especially now me being a student by the way I'm, I'm studying again this um um I found it more appealing and more challenging to to study the modules. It's it's okay. a different. It's like you, you you teach yourself. Then yes, I had to relearn. I had to like unload everything. I had to be smart on the, my approach on studying. So I had to be more technical. But it made me more resourceful on the things True. that I need to research on. So I think there's a positive, and the world is. I think the field of education is is are also evolving and. I don't think there's always there's always this innovation kind of thing like mm-hmm. on on this practical applications especially on my exactly. field it's not just all about learnings and it's more on you had to apply it in in real scenarios it it but it's you know it it takes um a paradigm shift especially let's 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 consider a teacher who's been teaching for like 30 years it's not easy to just abandon lecture Right. Only thing that we should not lecture anymore because there are really um, certain times when lecture is more appropriate. But when you're teaching in the university and when you are preparing your students for the industry, uh, and then we're also um, teaching your students to develop the skills and the and that innovation mindset. The, the the professor has to consider being a facilitator and so you you have to be facilitative but you know that takes quite some time because you have to be ready to be a guide on the side right and not a as they say a sage on the stage and you know sometimes when you're so used to teaching that that lecturing is the only way and that if you're not lecturing, it seems like you're not teaching. But you have to look at the, the friend. Even if you're lecturing, but if your students are not learning, then maybe there was no teaching at all, yeah. right? Although we have to consider other factors, no? Some of, the, of course, some of the faculty would say, sa amin na lang ba blame lahat? But, you know, there are... We have to consider that if the students are not learning and and things and they cannot apply, up, demonstrate that that they can they have learned the skill, then was there teaching at all? No learning. Something like that. So it it takes. We have to consider. We have to look into what are the needs, and we have to also consider the context. Remember, that's always in Ateneo, no? Um, what's the context? Who are our students right now? So whatever was effective, I'm right? really curious with that, um, doc, doctor. Because, <laughs> you know, these kids these days, like, there's this influx of information in the internet. Yeah. I think the best, to be honest, in my opinion, I think they learn best from these access to this internet correct they do from from the educational system because it's more available and it's more entertaining and it's more reinforcing everything they want everything they need they get it from there whereas are the for me like are the schools providing enough like 
reinforcing like lessons or like reinforcing like like real-time app i mean not really real-time applications because that's what the school is trying to teach these mm-hmm. kids but are they really fun are they really reinforcing because i can really attest to that because part of my job as a behavioral therapist we have to make the skill or the behavior very reinforcing for these kids in order mm-hmm. for them to learn the skill to acquire the skill so this is something we call as uh, skill acquisition the target skill is to brush their own teeth at the mm-hmm. beginning the skill doesn't have this connect i mean we go down to this binary level to brushing teeth because that's what i do mm-hmm. um we teach them how to brush teeth but it's not reinforcing for her. Mm-hmm. So, of course, for us, it's reinforcing for us because we want our breath to uh, mm-hmm. smell good. We want to clean our teeth. That alone is reinforcing. We don't want to get embarrassed. But as for someone who I am teaching, it has to be at the point like it's very reinforcing. I want to ask you, um, Doc, how do you make learning this time during the pandemic very reinforcing for our learners? With that's that's very challenging as always it's it's very difficult especially in this situation right now we either your we have students that of course in in other universities now they they have online yeah our students our issues are actually more of the um internet because you know Oh, yeah. Let's not deny it. Third We're world. in the Philippines. <laughs> third world. Yeah, third world. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but really, sometimes I feel that reality that we are in a developing country, that's even a more appropriate and politically correct term, but really, para sa akin, in my opinion, para whatever you call it, it's still third world. So anyway, those are the challenges, if I may, I know, it, it, if real talk lang. So, um, how do you make it attractive, if that's the yes. other? Yeah. How yeah. do you make, how do you engage them? That's um, um, another challenge um, amidst this situation. Of course, some of our students are just trying to survive. Right, because oh, yeah. the reality is that we have students in the Philippines, um, regardless of what el- whatever level, um, whose parents are out of work, whose parents are, uh, especially when they are in the basic education in, I don't know, and they're and then they have this module, and the parents has to also supposed to be guide at home but they lack the the necessary qualification to even help yeah those things so these are parenting (laughs) yeah these are the challenges but of course for the for the teacher the challenge is we were really not prepared no one for even distance education flexible learning And even because before COVID, we're not even doing hybrid. What's hybrid? I mean, even if we don't have a data, we know that that is the reality in the Philippines. So good for the other universities, by university, some of my colleagues 
and in the university because we have an infrastructure, we're doing already some hybrid. So somehow we're not, we're still shocked that we need to shift yeah, to a yeah. distance education, flexible learning modality, but we still need to do a lot of preparations. And that's where um, the my office tried to, to help and assist um, our faculty in, in, in the university as well as to the region. So, so even with the preparation of course modules, because course modules, right now there's no teacher already in front, right? The module has to do all the explaining, the introduction, the questioning, the, yeah. the assessing and all that. But isn't and that convenient course, on your side though, like for the teachers? It takes a lot of preparation, oh, and that yeah. requires a lot from the from the faculty. Mm. You know, it, it looks easy because they're not in the university, they're not in the campus. It seems like nasa bahay naman kayo. But you know, the reality is, parang nagto twenty four hours na ang mga, yes. ang, ang mga faculty, mga teachers preparing the module. Because you know, I. I've experienced that myself. Um, I teach a senior high as well, and I also teach the PhD um, for statistics. So for senior high, I also um, prepare the course, the course module. Because we release course module per week, I need to prepare the course module ahead so that by, by the time it's supposed to be releasing. So things are, I need, the module is not a book because the books are not designed to teach. Yeah. Correct? The books yeah. and the handouts, just references. they're supposed to be references and resources. So you don't just give them the handout or and then bahala kayo because when we were in the face-to-face -face or in-person, the, the books were there because the teacher were present. The teacher was mm. present, right? The teachers are there. So when you are preparing a course module or a weekly module, you begin with an introduction that as, as if you're there in front of them. That's why the, the design of the module is, hi, last week, remember we were talking about? Yeah. And then, of course, you have to make sure that you arrange that, that it doesn't become very textual. You, would you like to read Paolo and Michael uh, uh, all text? And your, uh, your college, no. your high school. You don't like that, right? No. I need to design a module that the introduction is quite short. It has cartoon. It has comics. It has um, something you know, relatable. The, yeah, even something relatable. Even the, something, something even the, even the fonts are yeah. changing, something like that. Although we have a template. But there are times when you had a question and then you try this and then maybe you... And then, of course collaborating with other how do you do group work this time Paolo, how do you do it um we meet in uh, we meet in we talk in messenger or yeah. we do some our, our own meeting then correct. we discuss but not really face to face you know just like correct correct so it's it's, it's also challenging for the students because we have to also develop that they can collaborate even at this kind of modality, because 21st century is a, is a, uh, the 21st century skill, one of those is teamwork. Because no matter what, yeah. how brilliant you are, and you know this, you know this already because you're already in the field, Paolo and Mike, 
even if you're so brilliant, if you are not even a team player and you don't have the collaborative skill, you're nobody would even want to work with you. Yeah. So we have to we have to develop that while they are in school. So we also have to teach them how. We have to also teach them what tools. We also have to process their because there are problems in collaboration, remember? Yeah. When you were in college, you have issues among yourselves with group because may mga because there are also some yeah. people who are not working. Daulims. Yeah, Daulims. Daulims. <laughs> oh my god, I'm guilty. But you know that Daulims is not used that term right now. That's actually your generation. So oh, you have to better ex- you you better yeah. explain Update, that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that the term now because I use that term now with a with a senior high. They don't know that term anymore. Wow, phased out the phased out <laughs> na 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 term ba? Yeah. Oh, so but but I'm glad that the generation right now you don't need to teach them how to use the technology because it's 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 part of them. They're immig they're they're immigrants. Is that the word the right term? They are there. It's it's part of them. So you don't need to teach them that the icon here becomes you know you just have to. Just have to suggest that you know it's this particular internet tool. generation. Yeah, they're the internet yes. generation. Yeah, so yeah. So I when I know when I started going to school, going back to school, so then I started to take notes, and my classmates were just picturing the slides, everything, everything. True. Anything, picture, picture, picture. I was not used to that. I was used to like, you know, really the, taking notes. Taking notes, and no one was taking notes. Correct, so correct. I had to adjust also. <laughs> oh, although right now we're um, when we when we help our students to um, to brainstorm, like when they are coming up with uh, during the face to face, no, like for example, two years ago or uh, a year ago before the pandemic, we we also encourage them to really take note because there there's um, there's a research that when you're taking notes half of the information already remembered because there's a connection between you taking notes and yeah. some wires more to senses, your brain yeah more senses are yeah. involved like i True. tend to remember stuff like you know uh i heard this guy called i'm gonna drop his name owen mccarthy of imoha podcast mentioned that when you imply i mean involve emotions into what you're doing and on the specific like action you're doing you you the memory tends to be remembered more correct and correct especially when you engage all your senses eyes ears that's why you remember what's why you remember movies that's why um um yeah you just remember more when senses are engaged that's that's one of that's one of the things that we we um help create no that that's a mindset you have to be ready. That's why we um, part of the part of the the briefing that we do with the students is that rejection therapy. Um, oh, this is yeah. cool. Like, like that. Yeah, because it's difficult when you get rejected, and if, if you feel like you you did something wrong, it uh, discourages the students. Yeah. Correct. And and you know, in the Philippines, they would want to yes. only hear good things, good news. Yep. Oh, yeah. But of course, the reality in 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 the field is that there are clients who would not even accept your your proposal, your 
your project, your solution. So, so in the design thinking and in the CDIO, we're actually helping our students really come up with, let's say, for example, an, an innovative solution. And when they present that, they have to really consider the target users, the, the, the community. It's there because the who will use the solution? It's the community, right? So when you present to the community, you have to be ready that sometimes they may not really be happy with what you're proposing. True. But before you even arrive to the proposing the solution, that's the reason why we, we have this particular framework where we help our students um, consider um, the context. That's why we have the sense and sensibility. I'm talking about design thinking framework now. This, um, sense and sensibility, and then we have the empathy, so that you'd really be able to, to um, see the real need, not... Actually, I agree to that, because those are like real, like more real life application, applicable Correct. skills, like Correct. no offense to what the schools are teaching, okay? Back then, I kind of also felt like now, like I, I didn't feel the need to be taught this, and I just had no say because I'm just, I'm young, probably felt, like I'm, student. Dumb. I felt, probably felt like I'm dumb to question things, you know, but looking back at it now, like I have no actual use of this subject or skill in what I'm doing, but it pays to be holistic, right? That's what they're trying to do. But actually, these are the things that we need, like empathy, sense and sensibility, eating, rejection, like, you know, more of emotional... Um, intelligence right true true you, i remember while you were sharing mike i remember my my pamangkin my nephew who asked in in high school who asked his teacher the question is why are we learning this and the teacher of course got offended <laughs> and of course failed me I don't know if it's the reason why makaindi naman talaga. I don't know, but Possibly. it got me thinking because when I teach, although although sometimes remember when I when I teach in in high school, although it's just, just X, Y, and something like that, I'd always begin with with why are we even learning this? Because in the real world, it's something like this, and 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 then we go to the usual algebra. I should start being convinced with myself that there's a sense of learning these quadratic equations. And there's a sense of learning this parabola. Uh, that, that, you know, if, if, if you add on all this, then you can do this engineering stuff. But I really, get nightmares from that. <laughs> <laughs> but really, no, why? Right? You have yeah. to... You have to tell the students why. Or the, at the end of, of your discussion, they have to be able to see why are they even learning this? For what? Why, Mike? What do you think, Mike? <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I like that you asked that question because that's always what we do in my field because why are we setting him up to fail? Set him up to succeed. Put him in a position where 
he may need to use the skills. I, I agree with that. Like, why do we still keep teaching things that are not practical for in context wise and for the kids and for these digital natives? That's why I asked you in the beginning, like, oh, I think I haven't asked you this yet. Like, would it come to a day uh, kids will be learning from the internet and institutions or schools and universities will have to migrate to the social media platforms because that's where the attention is at. I mean, uh, and I know it's going to be challenge having to separate social media and school and even not mm -hmm. challenge now, kids are learning and distance learning and having to separate home from school is a quite it's even quite that's more of a challenge but again like i think schools should have to adapt correct what's contextual these days correct and we still need we still need the um, doctors we still, we still need the nurses we still we still need the engineers we need the teachers but but for those for those who aren't i think for those who aren't who aren't, aren't even sure i think uh, that's that's the that's the mindset and 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 you know Sometimes when I think about Finland, mm. I, I envy maybe what kind of people are there? Why can, why is it easier to shift if they consider that something is more relevant? A curriculum needs to be revamped, or a, a curriculum needs to to change, or a grading system needs to be dumped and something like that. So, so sometimes I I wonder. It's it maybe it's about people, you know. Politics. And I don't want to mention that, Paul. I know, but it's something we don't talk about. I know. It's just that word. It's just like there's too many factors that you know. Yeah. There's too many many people like refuses to ref, they. What I notice about Filipinos is the adaptability to change is quite Correct. um. It's quite hard, quite difficult. Yeah. It's like uh, and then I don't know if. It, really requires a lot of time and a lot of politics a lot of bureaucracy <sighs> okay so those are those are something that are realities here but um we at the end of the day around. i would i would not make it um, a reason for not doing something that's the reason why i always still get inspired with colleagues in the center to you know alam mo yung it's difficult. there are opportunities that um, they come your way and you just grab them and um, so but you know so what 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 motivates me is always uh, whatever helps others um, and then my prayers always um, use me Lord use my skills that uh, I I wanna use the gift that you've given me um, to be able to facilitate so that others may learn, facilitate, so that others may um, be able to also help others. Those are those are simple prayers. Nice. So so things come in our way, opportunities, um, And you grab all of them, I think, because I can remember you back in college. You even had a role in a play. Yeah. I can remember you that remembered? because yeah, of course I remember. I told you I remember, but. I remember that because you, out of all the people in the crowd, you picked me specifically to answer something. I got embarrassed. Like, oh my God. And I had to be quick. 
because um, some of these are not scripted. And of course, oh. you were you were um, chosen. I pick you among the oh. crowd, and yes. I had to have that uh, quick things to say to you. And and that was comedy, right? And people oh. should laugh. Um, people, an audience Funny. should laugh. And if they don't laugh, I failed. So remember the, was that was that Mister? I uh, can't remember. What's the title of that? Uh, um, I have it here. Uh, it's 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 welcome to Intel Star. It's a, it's about um, the call center uh, agent, and then I was a trainer of uh, people in the call center, and of course the crowd was not was surprised that, that they become uh, they were my something like um, sort of trainees, right? Because the because yeah, yeah. the scene was like I was training all of you, and um, I'm your call center tra trainer and something yeah. like that. So. During that time, I was trying to uh, speak with an American accent. And it was difficult because huh? I'm a Filipino and uh, I yes. tried. I tried my best. <laughs> you are very talented, ma'am. Like I can remember. Doctor, ma'am. Thank I you. Uh, I give you very, and it inspires a lot. Like I, I, I kind of like think back to the days. Like I can't be one dimensional because, you know, um, the. The apprentice has to outdo the master. And I always thought of you as like a sensei, like, man, she can even do that. Like, I, I, it inspires me. Like, I can even be more. That's why, you know, we did me and uh, Koi Sarmento, who is very virtuoso, by the way. Um, this is just one of the things that, that he does during his day. <laughs> no, it's like, crazy. Yeah, like, but yeah, really. Uh, Arvin says, I felt a big relief. I sat at the back row during, during the, show. the show. So, so. Yeah. Arvin <laughs> said he was my classmate back then. I'm really bad with names, and uh, this will forever haunt me. <laughs> Hello, Arvin. Thank you for dropping by. Um, we don't want to hold you for long. Um, uh -huh. Doc Amphi. Uh, bro, do you have like one more, uh, any more things you, you want to ask our gracious guest? Yeah, I just want to share because I have a, my, my memory of Mom Amphi was back in my freshman year in, in, in Savior. Sorry. You were in the school. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, I struggled in the subject, to be honest. Then Ooh. it was around like third quarter, then uh, she decided to reshuffle me, pair me with a with a pair me the failing ones pair with a with a Ooh. smart ones, and the funny thing is the one remember. yeah because yeah. it's the reason why my grades increased drastically like like I, well, it it drastically increased big time then I was paired with uh, Donna Salubre yeah mm. yeah smartest uh, yeah. <laughs> I was paired with her, then my grades like went up, like really went up. Then, and the funny thing is, she's my prof now. And then, oh, ooh. yeah, ooh. <laughs> um, she's a okay. she's a CI in nursing. Please tell, tell her yeah. I miss her, huh? Yeah, I hope I'll, she remembers I'll, I'll her. So, we have this like weird uh, every time in school, I have to call her mom, you know, I have to, of course, respect the environment in school, you know. But that's my memory because I always remember that my grades increased because of that method. True. But I'll tell you a secret there, <laughs> I'll reveal now. Okay, I though your partners, I wrote them individual letters. Oh, 
But I said, this is going to be our secret. I want you to to take care of, and then I put a name. Yeah, and then, yeah. and then I want I, I want you to um to always check on them. Remember what can you remember what they did? Um every time I have a lecture and then I'd say, Can you guys try this? The sort of a C trick, right? Just uh and yeah. then I'm sure you notice they'd say, Okay, so what's your answer? Do we have the same? No, this is how you do it. Yeah. They did that to you, right? Because yeah. that was, I was part very of encouraged. The yeah, I was very encouraged. Like I was really motivated and I really learned a lot. Like that was that was my memory back then. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And and I always share that about to teachers as well. I always nice. share that to teacher. I oh I tell I and then during a retreat, one of the Donna like meaning the tutors that I asked to pair with with uh, those uh, kind of struggling or uh, challenges in math. Um, during retreat, they tell me, um, I was trusted by you. And so um, they're also encouraged to, yeah. you know, it also helped their confidence because when somebody yeah, yeah. trusts them, something like that. So I would yeah, say- Especially the bright ones, man. Like the and smart you, ones encourage you, man. Like, and it's part of the that CDIO. Uh, mm -hmm. practical application like when you teach it the learning gets retained. correct it's, perfect it's one right? of the top of the hierarchy correct 95 percent. Right? you learn more when you teach others i think paulo and donna they they donna well donna and a lot of donnas that i assign in class would really be encouraged mm -hmm. to that it's not in the class it's not about competition right yeah, it's not about the grades it's more of let's try to help one another learn this stuff right and that's something that we need to to also teach our students right it's not trying to outdo one another right so change mindset but Paul, thank you for sharing that yeah. <laughs> i just sobrang stuck sa akin yung memory na yun. and uh, well, every time i see donna yun yung memory ko sa kanya Yung moment na yun, you know, like you encourage me, Annie, mag answer X. And my regards, X squared, huh? Like, yeah, I will. Yes, uh, I don't know. Parang hindi kami Facebook friend, but um, the does she still have a blonde hair? Kasi yun no. ang, ano, sa first year, di ba? <laughs> no, yun yung sa first year. Blondie oh, yung, medyo, ano niya. Medyo brown. Oh, light, a light, brown. light brown a light during brown. that time. Oh. Sige, thank you. Send my regards. Course. It really warms the heart when you get these memories from from your previous students. It does, and it does. I think you have a lot of people under your belt already. Man. Like you took a lot of people under your wing, and um, I think that's why. Again, like not trying to flatter you and all, you always look so vibrant and young. Because having been around like kids Thank also you. makes you young, right? Like yes, that's you, what I love about being with young people. Yeah, the energy. The enthusiasm <laughs> is still there, the passion. I think if you stop connecting also to the young gens, like you, I- I, I hope I will like, not be. Yeah, there will be a disconnect because I'm a teacher. I, I've, I've, I mean, yeah, by nature, like when I stopped teaching, I kind of felt all started dying and getting old, so you know. I think I need to get more connected with more kids. We also have kids on this show, and this is so also nice that we have someone 
who is a previous teacher of ours, come to share her time. <laughs> um, before we let you go, though, um, mm -hmm. we have a signature question on this show, and you are not exempted, and you have to. Oh my God! What is this? <laughs> Bro, with that memory of yours, can you do the honors? Oh, of course, man. And what um, is it? Moms. So mm -hmm. we just have a basic question. All of our guests, we, we ask them their very own personal definition of huge upside. For you, how do you define, for you, what is your personal definition of a huge upside? Huge upside, ano ba? You know, honest, I, when you say upside, can you please help me, uh, um, can you elaborate what you mean by upside? Upside from is like your, potential from your... plus. Like it's like a potential or yes. it can be a potential, potential. or a, a silver a, lining or something. Yeah, or something positive. Like, look at the upside of this, let's say, yes. of a situation. If if that is the something or if there's anything, pinaka relevant this time is the pandemic. What's really the huge upside of this? But I'd bring you to the education. The huge upside is that we're able to have, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Um, uh, thank you, we have the pandemic, no? But we saw that we can. We saw that kaya natin together. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking about my colleagues in the university that at the, at the, at the, at, at the start looks like it's this is really going to be a difficult year especially last year it looks like it's going to be around dead end but the huge upside is we we were all we were able to see that teamwork collaboration is the key in in whatever difficulty in whatever whatever um parang dark situation we were we are in if we are together we if we have colleagues if we try to understand one another our students as well um walang hindi kaya yun ang uh, shout out to mom lily 1h like yes 1h yeah, I remember Francis Xavier. Yeah. I, I I even remember Asamonarum. Namisa, I think Namisa left side, ma'am. Like if yeah, you were next to our side. room, one G. Yeah, one G si Mike, then one H. Second it. floor, um first floor. Uh, second, yeah, second floor. Second yes, floor, two yeah. rooms from the stairs. CR. Yeah. Yes. Okay, one I, one I, then one H. Yeah. yeah. Second one. Correct. I still remember that room. All right. Well, mabuhay ang 1H people. Lol. Go Donna. Go Nico. How about where's my where's my uh, where's no, 1G? My... Who was your who, who was your patron saint, man? Who was your? Oh my God, I'm so bad. Uh, Arupe? Are you Arupe? So... No, 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 we're not. Ah, uh, so you you also experienced na no they're already using the saints. Yes. It it yeah, was one from... there was there was the letter, then there was the patron saint. Yeah. Oh, the transition time. Yeah, yeah. So when you were in third year, was when, there a I think Lily third right year was there. the Lily, saints now. Let's saints all cut this because Lily is trying to reveal something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and Yuri is here. <laughs> yeah, I invited her over. 
Anyway, this was nice. This was nice this to connect so with nice, you again. Oh, it's so nice talking to you. You know, I I I told Michael pa, I told Michael kanina, um I'm not used to on the spot something something like this and I hope it's just more of catching up and all. Um yeah, and then and then Michael says that's impossible to ano no kasi yeah, I've been doing your webinar but in the webinar alam mo yung flow yeah, yeah, and I can flow. control it structure. here parang it's so spontaneous yeah <laughs> open count on angles yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> but um but I just wanna I just but uh, I said yes because one um it's new I love I love something that I have not tried yung mga ex- explore on anong nandun and kahit kinakabahan ako. Have you thought of ako, doing it? Have you thought of doing of, it? Like starting your own pod? I tried. I, parang in my mind, yes. I, I tried to entertain. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have that courage. So, eto muna ako. Uh, guess nyo. Guess, guess. No. And, um, or you can come back again. You know? But uh, parang, parang it's fun. It's fun. It's fun, Because it's, huh? it's relaxing. Yeah, because you yeah. get to talk about serious stuff and fun stuff at the same time. Correct, correct. Kanina, di ba, parang, ano. Serious siya. Oh, serious. Yeah. We're just touching up and then we're and talking thinking. about education and then, anong. Yeah. So, this is fun. And so, I thank you for this opportunity to join you. No problem, Definitely. And of course, I miss you guys. I miss you. But I'm more proud of what you are today. Oh, thanks. Thank you again, Dr. Thank you Andy. again, ma'am. Like, thank you. Thank you, again. everyone, for joining us. I had yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and for anybody who's still tuning in right now, thank you for the 11,000 out there who's still watching <laughs> this. Salamat kayo in the comment section. We can't feature everyone, but you know how it goes. Thank you so much, guys. And one H. Respect. One H. One G. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. <laughs>